0: visitor, raise your hand.
1: If you haven't been here in like maybe three months, raise your hand.
0: Oh! Yeah, more than three three months or more, raise your hand.
2: Woo! Alright, it's awesome to see all your
0: faces tonight. You guys are awesome.
2: So, we are Metro Praise International Church and we have a
0: wonderful vision and it's loving God and loving people come straight out of the Bible, God's Word. And how do we... Can we turn down the page just a little bit? Um, How do we love God
3: Why is it every time I step up on a train? I see a pretty dame, then I wonder what her name is Before I even get there, the question on my brain is Do you love the Lord? Do you live to make him famous? Then the cut stop, she step off, it's time to refocus I'm questioning my heart, examining my motives Why I'm captivated by the brown-skinned mocha divas And I hope in my mind she's a believer Okay, she got all that beauty, huh Yeah, it's obvious I can't let it take precedence Over godliness, now I'm getting restless I'm recognizing when I'm choosing Take pleasure in all these false treasures, They fools go. Instead of looking for them sundresses, I should just be looking for the sun. I confess it, even though my pride's telling me, Don't ever let the fans know I am not a superhuman. No, I'm a man. So the grace that I talk about on all of my records, I need it for myself. Cause really, I'm just a mess. Finding rest from the pressures of perfection. As I stand up on this platform, they expect it. Me to be a man without flaws, that's false. I am just another rapper. That's called the point. Chat to the cross. That's exactly why I'm. Oh, I'm you just another beggar pointing out of where the bread is man I'm not a superhuman, I am just a man No, I'm not a superhuman, I am just a man, I'm not a superhuman, I am just a man, a just a man. but they never I'm understand right. more than yeah. Mind. That's why when someone asks the how the we know, we tell them, them fine Know what we hurt inside, life. but tell me who's really lying They ain't really wanna know how you doing, that costs time It's way too expensive, and if I ever get a date with a dime I'm sending my representative, the version of Andy that's cropped and edited I'm killing this first impression and I'm hiding the evidence Yeah, photoshopping the blemishes These lies of affection are the cry of the desperate Men don't want acceptance, holding their breath Dying a thousand deaths, forgetting this beauty inside the map what else could you expect? We obsessed over Twitter it's numbers gone. Checking ours, then comparing it's them to others Like the number of likes upon status. Is, I I status? Well, a status Is somehow supposed to raise a status We and want the trophy right wonderful. with the best nice so, so we can feel like the man Very savage, like, like, take me off the shelf I don't wanna be I'm for, for retail I would rather Bumper. be real Let you see the details We found it feels like we fall so far Cause they put it so high I am not a star still in the process oh my And I don't gotta be great because my be God is there. Then
0: the fourth week We got a something special I don't gotta planned I be want you guys to come to the church We may have a good year a
3: little early But
2: again, look at Facebook what? What for the exact time the But we want you guys to come business. to the church And we're to the pilot's van In the cars, church van and stuff And we're gonna drive to Chick-fil-A We're gonna have a little hard
0: day How many of you have been to Chick-fil-A before? to announce. Um, we talked about this last week, and I'll just reiterate it for more of you so you guys can all know. Coming up, we um, something really special, and school's happening all over the United States. We're going to show you guys a little clip, so listen closely on what's going on, what it's about. if you guys didn't catch it from the movie, see you at the poll is, some, is when every, it happens once a year before school at 7 a.m. Every Sometime in September. This year it's going to fall on September 25th. And the Christians in the school gather together, whether you guys know each other or not, this is like a nationwide movement. So whether you're at this youth group or a youth group across the city, people know about this going on. And students, Come at 7 o'clock in the morning intentionally to pray for their school, to pray for their nation, to pray for their teachers, for what's going on in our schools. And how many of you know that your school needs prayer? Amen? You know, we hear about these shootings, kids getting murdered, people, all these crazy things happening, and who better to pray for them, pray for these schools than you guys? These are your schools. This isn't my school. This is you. These are your schools. So you guys, your prayers are going to be the strongest, the most passionate, because these are for you and your people, your students, your peers, your friends. Amen. So I want to encourage every single one of you to go to your flagpole, 7 a.m. September 25th. And meet, take this up an opportunity to meet other believers and get plugged in. Maybe a, there's a Christian club at your school. Or maybe there's not one at your school. But you can come talk to one of the leaders. And we would love to help you get one started. I started one when I was in high school. So I know how to do that. I know how to do all the hoops and ladders. Whatever. So I can help you guys do that. Me or myself, Pastor Adam, any of our adult leaders. would love to help you guys. So be encouraged, guys. I want to see. I want to know that you guys are all going. And it will be such a powerful thing. And so encouraging for each and every one of you. Amen. So if you guys want to all stand to your feet, please, we're going to move on to our offering time. So tithes and offerings, let me break that down for you all. Most of you know, but a tithe is 10% of anything you make. So if you make $100, you give $10 to the Lord. And the offering is anything after that. So maybe I want to give $5 to missions. That's my offering that month or that, those two weeks, however however much money I, I make. The Next slide. We're going to have a little example for you of what a tithe would look like. And let's see. $300, $368. What would 10% be of that, Tito?
1: $36.80.
0: Please. That is correct. Great job. All right. If you guys would um, say this verse with me. Acts 2035 remembering the words the Lord Jesus himself said, it is more blessed to give than to receive, amen. God, we look to you as our provider, for you are a good God, and you open these doors of provision for us, Lord, that we would give, Lord, we would understand that it is more blessed to give than to be greedy, Lord, that you would break our hearts of greed in this place, that we would understand Ooh. as we give to you, we open that door of blessing in our life,
2: so God, I ask that you
3: just When you see me, feet I'm feet. in uptown, baby, what, what down down. you know about me, oh, nothing really well has changed that. I came back and took a break, but now I break that. Formerly known, yeah, I made that. And them cartoons every Saturday. Get your breakfast, tell them play that. Yeah, I got lines like barcodes. Y'all got jumps like barcodes Simpson on bar phones. How you acting dumb on your smartphone? The man, so I stay looking. Cast the nets like I'm straight Brooklyn yo, your life so hard, why don't guys, you face your problems? don't and you Facebook Say you try up. to make the straight crooked with the porn sites, but I ain't lookin' I got bands that'll make her dance, that's a wedding ring for my wife Bling, I'ma say that twice, bling Ladies, if you ain't got one, don't give him none True love is waiting, and you so work that I know you heard some bone cry, but if you had headed down the wrong path Go ahead and turn back. You're never too far to be made new. They said you it's good, that ain't true. I testified to that, I ain't hijacked. Check with my whole crew. Guys, we're gonna get ready
0: for worship. So if you guys wanna stand up to your feet
2: and come to
3: the front,
2: that would be great. We'll be starting just with you.
3: That you will. My costs a prim, But Jesus paid the bill. How
4: many already worship worship the Lord this wonderful night? Nah nah, that was weak. How many already worship the Lord? Man, I, you know what? It's 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 I just want to share a testimony. Just uh just really quickly, as I tune up, I want to multitask in front of you guys. Don't judge me. All right, anyways. So uh, I don't know if you guys know, but I got another job. I no longer work at Starbucks. You know, when I used to work at Starbucks, I used to come home smelling like coffee. Like my parents knew when I got home, because, like, Adam just got here, it smells like Starbucks. Like literally, it smells like a coffee tree just walked in. And so, um, you know, I was doing that and God had blessed me in that time. I was going to SUM Bible College. Any SUM students in the house? Just one. Any SUM students in the house? Y'all better represent y'all. We're going to have a talk after that. Y'all going to have a talk after that. Anyways, so, oh, that sounds a little better. Maybe, maybe, maybe. So check this out. I got a new job, and my job is working at a school. I'm like, I'm like a counselor. And, uh, man, I tell you what, it's, um, it's a blessing working at a school. And the school that I work at, um, it's not the first choice of uh, schools that people go to. It's actually the school where dropouts come. Okay, so if you dropped out from your high school, Lane Tech, Scherz, Von you're at my school. So think about the quality of students that would come to our school. First of all, if they dropped out, man, they're going through some things, and, and especially one student, he's, uh, you know, he is going through a lot, he's involved in gangs, and, I mean, he was shot three weeks ago, and the man is walking with the limb going to physical therapy, and I'm thinking to myself, man, this is, this is wonderful, like, I'm in this place, I get to mentor, I get to counsel people like this, and, uh. Man, just yesterday, guys, check this out. Just yesterday, he was going through like a living hell. I mean, I can't even get into the details of that young man. I don't want to put his business on blast because one day he's going to be amongst you guys, Lord willing. But, man, I will tell, tell you what, this young man was going through a lot, and I didn't even have the words. I'm just thinking I had a moment. I said, God help me out, give me the words, because he was thinking to himself, I'm, I'm done with school, I, I just don't want to go back to school, I'm done, like dropping out of the school that you go in after you've dropped out, like dropping out twice, like, and so I'm just, I'm texting him back, and I'm like, God, I'm hoping this works, and I had prayed, and the man texting me back, like, I don't know what it is about you, man, but... I really like talking to you, and I really like you that you you keep on, you know, you encouraging me. And some of the things that I'm telling them come from the Word. I'm not giving them Bible verses, but they're things that were influenced by the Word that you can find in the Bible. Hello, y'all. And so that young know, man, I seen him today. I'm like, how you? How are you? And he's just like, man, thank you, man. I I, I appreciate you, man. You. i'm legitimately you know what i mean so so god is doing i mean crazy things just in the little things and i believe that when we meet here like this as a as a youth group as people say man i want god to do crazy things in my life how much more so would god respond in a time when we're saying god i'm singing not for my neighbor you know this is not america's next top you know model (laughs) american idol this is not american idol you know, I don't think you guys know you're, you're not my next Mariah Carey or anything like that. This is, this is strictly for Jesus, y'all, amen, right? This is strictly for Jesus. So let's just close our eyes and let's just help remind ourselves where we are. We're in a church. God is present in the place. So, God, we just pray, Lord, that you take away all the fluff, God. You take away all the things that would distract us, that, God, even would take away the worship going directly to you. God, it's not about our neighbor, God, it's not about how well we can sing. God, it's about our hearts. So before we sing any song right now, I just ask you check your heart. Where are you at with the Lord right now? Man, some of you guys need to say, man, Lord, I need you to fill me up. And this is what we get to do right now. Man, some of you guys are just loving Jesus and you want more and more and more. I'm going to tell you what, there is so much more for you. So right now, God, we just pray the Lord, you will have your way. Holy Spirit, God, we know that you move in power, and God, we declare it over every student's life, guys, that you break the chains, God, break anything right now that will stop them from going to the next place, God. We give you this time of worship. In Jesus' name we pray. Someone said, Amen. This first song is called Like a Lion. Come on, put your hands together. Come me sing it out. Come on, sing it out. Let love explode and bring the dead to life. love so bold to bring a revolution or well, somehow Let love explode and bring the dead to life love so bold to bring a revolution or well, somehow we'll sing it out Now I'm lost in your freedom Oh this world die over Sing it out My God's not dead He's surely alive Cause He's living on the inside. He's like a light My God's not dead he's surely alive Cause He's living on the inside he's Growing like a light That's alright Come on put your hands together we'll sing let hope arise here we go let hope arise and make the darkness hide my faith is dead i need a resurrection somehow let hope arise and make the darkness hide oh my faith is dead my faith is dead Need a resurrection somehow, and I'm lost. I'm lost, city of freedom. Oh, this world's out, over. Sing it out, my God's not dead. He's surely alive, cause he's living on the inside. Growing like a life, my God's not dead. He's surely alive because he's there. Pussy down. My God's not dead. He's surely alive because he's living on the inside. Rolling like a
2: lion. Oh, he's rolling like a lion. Rolling oh,
4: Come on, keep your hands together. We thank you, Lord, that you're in this place. Come
2: sing this part. Let heaven roar. A fire fall,
4: come shake the ground with the sound of it all. Come sing, let heaven roar. The heaven, the fire. Come on, come shake the ground.
2: Shake the ground
4: with the sound of. Come on, that's it. Come on, sing it out. The heaven roar. Shake the ground. Come shake the ground. Come bring it up We get louder. The heaven roar. And fly and fly.
2: Shake the ground with the sound of revival Let heaven roar The fire fall Come shake the ground with
4: the sound of revival My God, my God's not dead, he's surely sing it out
2: You're cause he's there. One more time, sing it out. My guy's not dead. You're silly, alive, cause he's there. on me. rolling like a lion. He's rolling like a lion. Oh, tell him,
4: roll on. Don't give the Lord some praise. Come on. It. the bible says he's like a lion i don't know about you guys but if a lion was right here in center stage how would that make you feel heart attack i'm never coming to elevate again <laughs> right but how about this like our god is like a lion now put it like he's on your side not like he's like your little pet i have a, a he's gonna be one years old i have a chocolate lab um the cutest thing ever sometimes he's a headache he, You know, he likes to pee on things and you know, not all the time, but, you know, when he does, it's just like, and, and sometimes I play with him, and, you know, like, I, I get rough with him. Sometimes I'm like, I put my hands up, and when, when I put my hands up, he knows, like, Arr! so he starts to play, and so I start jabbing at him, like, I'm not hitting my dog, I'm not aggressive, but, like, I'm swinging at him, he's trying to bite my hand, I'm like, okay, good, so when someone comes in, swings at me, he's gonna go after And so we play for a while, and I just, my dog, he gets so aggressive sometimes, and then when I'm like, okay, Lincoln, come here, he starts wagging his tail, and he just becomes, like, you know, adorable a puppy dog, and... That's not our God. <laughs> he's not a puppy dog where he comes wagging his tail, but he's God. Let's never forget that. We're worshiping God. Woo! <laughs> he's alive. He's, he's alive. He hears us. So we're worshiping God, and he's like a lion. He, he's, he's our advocate. He's our savior. So think about it. Like if someone was messing with you, hello? Think about the temptation, the devil, you know? It's it's everywhere. You don't think like, I'm never going to give in to temptation. Well, temptation comes every day. Hello? But our God's like a lion. He's on your side. I don't know about you, but if I start walking around and there's like a lion next to me, everybody's like, I am messing with that guy. You know what I mean? I ain't messing with him. That's a lion. Think about it. When God is on your side, the devil, I mean, the devil would love to mess with anybody, you know, get anybody to fall, but especially Christians. But how much more so do we have the confidence in God, God being for us? Hello? Hello? Our God's not dead. That's what I'm saying. Our God's not dead. He's surely alive because he's living on the inside, roaring like a lion. And I pray that as we worship God, that your passion for God wouldn't just be as, as loud as the, the song goes. You know what I mean? That you guys would exceed that. Even in these times right now, he's like, man, forget where my name I want more of God. I'm telling you, there is breakthrough waiting to happen for you guys to just get out your comfort zone and say, "Man, my God's roaring like a lion; He's living on the inside. I'm going after." him. Anybody else with me? You know, this next song is called uh, "This Next Call." is called "Relentless," and it talks about God not stopping; He's coming after you. You know, our God. How's it go? Your love is relentless. Just have to look at the notes. i cheating a little bit. Your love is relentless. Amen. Y'all ready? Sing it out, Salvation Sounds. Salvation Sounds, a new beginning. As distant hearts begin believing, Redemption's bid is unrelenting. Your love goes on. Your love goes on. Come on, sing, you carry us. You carry us, you carry us when the world gives way. You cover us, you cover us with your endless praise. Come on, every voice, sing it out. Your love is relentless. Your love is relentless. Sing it out. Your love is with endless. Your love is with endless, God. Your love is with endless. Your love is with Even right now, your love is with endless. Your love is with God. The time is up for chasing shadows. We'll sing it out. You gave the world the light to follow.
2: Sing a hope.
4: A hope that shines beyond tomorrow. Your love goes on. Yeah, your love goes on. We'll see you carry us carry us, you carry us When the world gives way You cover us, you cover us Sing it out to replace, raise
2: grace. Your love is relentless Your love is relentless Your love
4: is relentless your love is, more just a voice, to sing it out. Your love is relentless,
2: oh God. Your love is,
4: your love is relentless, your love is, re, one more time, sing it out. Your love is relentless, your love is relentless
2: your love is relentless
4: your love is relentless god no matter where i go anywhere i go there you are oh lord where can i hide from you where can i hide your love is relentless god your love is relentless. When your time to tell the Lord Oh, Lord, love is relentless, God Your love is endless Your love is Oh, I just want to know you, Lord Oh, your love is relentless, God Your love is Come on, how many you guys going to press in right now? Oh. oh, your love is relentless, God. Oh, even on my bad days, Lord, even in my shortcomings, aren't you grateful for a God that even though you have mistakes, he still loves you, he still chases you, he still comes after you? Come on. The Lord, your love is relentless. God Come on, in your own words In your own words, what's it mean for God to be relentless right now? Come on, just reflect in your life right now Maybe you're running after God Maybe you're in a relationship right now And God is saying you're not supposed to be in that relationship And you're just running from God Because you don't want to hear it anymore You're tired, and He's already told you multiple times. And you're thinking there's gonna be something new. Come on, and maybe God is saying, "Man, you've had so many idols. You gotta get away from Facebook. Come on. You gotta step away from the PS3. You gotta step away from those idols in your life. Come on. God is talking right now. Who's listening? Come on. God is talking right now. Who's listening? God speak to our hearts. Love is relentless, God. The way you pursue me The way you pursue me mm. We talk about sacrifice a lot But how many of you guys really get to do it? You know, in these times of worship, with all eyes closed, we get the wonderful opportunity just to come and lay things down at the feet of God. And we get to tell them, like, God, you can have this. I don't need this right now. Come on, this next song is talking just about that. that we come to God, and he lights everything up, and it's just us and him, and he fills us up. You provide the fire and I provide the sacrifice You provide the spirit and I will open up the sight fill me. Me out, Fill
2: me out, God Fill me out,
4: Fill me Sing out When you provide You provide the fire And I'll provide the sacrifice You provide the spirit And I will open up his eye Fill me up God Fill me Don't so we'll sing it out
2: Você é velho
4: we sing it out. directing us right now we're saying fill us up and God is not satisfied with us just having a kind of sense like I think this is what God wants to do God wants to give me goosebumps in worship no he wants to fill you with his holy spirit and I just want some of my leaders to just come on up some of my 201 leaders just come up in the front and we want to pray for students to be filled with the holy spirit of God in this place I, I am a big believer of God interrupting our services and God filling us up because we want to make sure that he's the focus of everything we're doing, not karaoke, because karaoke's cool. But right now, some of these leaders up here, they want to pray for you. And we're going to sing this song again, fill us up, okay? And I want you guys to be bold. Man, we believe in the gifts of the spirit here at this church. That, we, that means we believe in, in healing. God can heal people's bodies. Okay, if you have something wrong with you, diseases, cancer, in the name of Jesus, it can be healed. We believe that we've seen we've seen cancer gone in Jesus' name. We've seen people be healed. We have testimonies of people saying, "Man, man, I came in here with the stomach ache. I had the flu symptoms, and someone prayed for me, and I was healed. I don't know what happened, but I just don't have it anymore." There's testimonies of God healing people in this place. So we believe in the power of God, not just reading stories back. This is what Jesus used to do. No, He's in the business of of, of moving in power right now. Okay, so if you're not filled with the spirit, with the evidence of speaking in tongues, man, you know, what speaking in tongues is because it's not Spanish. okay? it's not French. It's not any language you're learning in school. It's something like, man, what is that person saying? I don't know what they're saying, but it's giving me more goosebumps and I'm getting a sense that God is in this place. Come on. The Holy Spirit being filled with the Holy Spirit, with the evidence of speaking in tongues. So if you know what that is, you haven't been filled with the spirit, with the evidence of speaking in tongues, come up here. We want to pray for you guys. Amen. If you're saying, man, I'm just going through some things. I need a breakthrough in my life. Hey, God's power is in this place. Okay? Hey, Amen. Y'all ready for this? With all eyes closed in this place. Because not the attention's not on me, but it's on God. And he's in this place. So, God, make our hearts sensitive, God. We want to trust you. God, I pray for faith to arise in this place, not on the works of man, Father God, not in the eloquence of speech or in prayer, but God, in your Son and by the power of your Holy Spirit, we trust you, Holy Spirit, to come and heal our bodies, God, to fill us up, God, with your power, Lord, for every person here, from the oldest to the youngest, God, to the new visitor, Lord, we believe it in Jesus' name come on. I want you guys just prepare your hearts. Leaders, as you just begin to pray, just prepare your hearts for God just to give you words, to fill you up. Come on, all over this place. All eyes closed. The focus is on the Lord. Oh, Jesus, we want you to fill us up. Here's what we're going to do. I want to keep on singing this song, and as you feel led, I just want you to come up to one of these leaders. Just let them know what you want them to pray for. Come on, if you just want more of Jesus, that's a good reason to come up in prayer. Come on, just a couple more seconds. Let the Lord just touch your heart. Let Him show you what He's wanting to do right now. Gotta pray for boldness in Jesus' name. All across this room, God, boldness in Jesus' name. Oh, Fail me, uh, God. Fail me, uh, God. Fel me a
2: fi 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 me fi 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 you heard me, hey. Oh, my soul. Love of God. Overflow.
4: Burn me, hey. Oh, the love. me, So, my soul. my soul. Come on, be filled with the Spirit in this place. Come on, if you're filled with the Spirit in this place, come on, just start speaking in tongues. Come on, this power, this power in the name of Jesus. Come on, just if you're waiting for prayer, come on, just start praying for your friends that are up here. Come on, start praying for more of God's spirit over your life. Come on. It's a bababa so corobos.
2: Overflow, overflow, overflow Yes, it's Overflow
4: Overflow in my life Overflow in my life overflow. I hear the Lord saying some of you may think you know me. But you don't know me. I hear the Lord saying some of you think you know me. But you don't know me. You know an image You know a shadow but you don't know. You haven't experienced my power You haven't experienced my love. God saying some of you think you know me but you don't. I invite you to know me says the Lord. He invites you to know His power, His love. Oh. Oh. Feel your spirit inside of my life I don't just want make-believe I want you I want you, Lord Oh, like the woman called in adultery Oh, she had nobody And she thought she knew what love was Oh, Jesus, but when she met you Oh Lord, did her life flip upside down? Lord, I want to be like her and knowing you in intimacy, in your love, and your power. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. In Christ alone. Cornerstone, we can strong in the Savior's love through the stone He is Lord, Lord of Christ alone. Come on, if you're not praying, come on and sing this with me. Weakness strong in the Savior's love through the storm.
2: He is Lord,
4: Lord of all. in Christ alone, in Christ alone. He is Lord, Lord of all. One more time, everybody. Christ alone, in Christ alone, cornerstone, weak makes your own, and the Savior's love through the stone, He is love, Lord want an attitude of prayer. Can you just grab the hand of the neighbor next to you? We're going to close out in prayer. But we're going to just hold hands as a, as one giant family, as a body of Christ. Come on. If you're still praying, you can still pray, but we're gonna just going to close out this time of worship with just prayer and just seal what God did right now. Come on. God, we thank you for your Holy Spirit and power, God, that you just don't settle for us just singing karaoke. But, God, that you would move. and God, you would move. You would move in power and move in our lives, God. God, that you would come and that you would literally break chains, God, that you would heal bodies, that you would restore minds. In Jesus' name, God, we just seal it, God. God, whatever the enemy meant for our destruction, God, we pray the Lord is now for your kingdom. Come on. Whatever the enemy thought he could do in our life to destroy us, to take us away from your path. God, we say we claim it back. And Lord, we say, all for your glory, all for your kingdom. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said. Come on, everybody said. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Come on. Come on, give your neighbor a high five, a hug. Come on, begin to make your way back to the first and second row for me. man praise God I mean how many you thankful that God's alive he's not dead amen I love it you know when my eyes get sweaty in worship you know they start sweating for no reason I'm just like man they they're really coming out the waterworks today and God is good man and so um, I'm having some allergies so guys if you see something falling out of my eye like eye bohe, um, don't judge me it's just like this time of the year for me where literally I woke up this morning and this might sound gross for some of y'all, but there was like eye boogers everywhere, crusted up. Like, I'm just like, dang. You know, because yesterday night, it just out of nowhere, this thing started like itching and I'm just like, oh, and I'm rubbing it. And I'm like, man, it's starting to hurt now that I'm doing this. And I woke up with just the littlest eye you could ever see in, in your life. I mean, if you guys would have woke up with this morning, like, whoa, little eye. And it was, just, it was horrible. So I just put some eye drops and took a Claritin. So don't judge me, just kind of like. Give me a heads up if it's up there, but I'm not too concerned about that if it's all good with y'all. We all good? We all good. Okay, okay. Okay. I love God, and, and um, my name is Adam, and I love God. Confession. <laughs> Amen. Why don't you guys pull out your Bibles? Amen. It's good to be in the house of the Lord with y'all. Okay, Um, how many of you guys, are by show of hands, are back in school? Okay, just just, just bear with me, right? Back in school, okay, so you guys are back in education. So this is the time of the year where everybody's back in school and... You know, everybody gets back in the swing of things. And so what I wanted to do for you guys this entire month is have a back-to-school sermon series. And what I'm going to be teaching on from God's Word is basically a couple of things. Number one, we're going to talk about God's will for your life. Yes, while even when you're in school, God has a will for you. Next week, you guys come back next week, we're talking about God's plan for your life. They kind of go hand in hand, but this is very important because school is probably the biggest temptation testing ground for a student who is coming to church, for someone who's saying, man, I want to live for God. And the the final week we are having, drum roll, that's kind of weak drum roll, we are having and we're talking about, not faltering remaining strong in your faith and i believe that as you guys come here you guys bring your bibles you guys take notes you guys remember put this into your memory god's gonna move in your life in ways you never like man i i can see how god is moving in my life amen and so i I just want to make you guys aware that this entire month we want to give you guys reasons to bring your friends out because we know that man the beginning of the school year it is the best time to reach out, people. So this is what we're saying. From now to the end of the month, from now to the end of the month, okay, including Life Group, if you bring the most people to church, okay, when you come in, we're going to have sign-in sheets and let them know, like, hey, I brought them, you know, I, you know, myself. Let them know if you guys bring the most people, you get $75. just, 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 just for coming to church, y'all. Check it out. Like, man, I'm just I'm just coming to church. I'm, I'm already inviting my friends. So some of you just be like, hey, take it, take it. You know, second place, 25 and third place. It's a surprise. Some of you guys might like their place, but we ain't gonna say it. So we want you guys to invite your friends. OK, and we got some cool things going on, as Christina mentioned. But I want to get right into the word. How many of you guys ready for the word of God? Say I'm ready. Come on, let's do it. Okay, open up your Bibles to Psalm 119. Psalm one nineteen. Some people pronounce it psalm. It is not pronounced psalm. If I hear you pronounce it psalm, you're going to get smacked with a Bible. I'm tired of someone calling it psalm. Look to your neighbor and say, "Don't call it psalm." Praise God. Okay, okay. It is called Psalm, not Psalms. There's no s there. It's a Psalm, the Book of Psalm. Okay. I used to call it psalm. At first didn't know how psalm. My dad taught me. Now I call it psalms, and I'm just trying to get out of getting it psalms. Because Puerto Ricans and Hispanics, they call everyth- they add everything with an S. You ever know something that's mines? Yeah, yeah, that's mines. You don't, that's not even a word. It's mine. Okay, so it's not p- psalms. It's not psalms. It's not poem. It's psalm. Okay, open up your book. Open up your Bible to the book of Psalm, chapter 119, verses 105 through 107. And this is it. Today's title is called God's Will for My Life. Okay. And then this is what I don't want to do. I don't want to do this. I don't want to say, listen, God's will for your life is to, to have a mansion, to never be broke. Okay. God's will for your life is to have a gorgeous wife, is to have a gorgeous car, is to have gorgeous children. I mean, some of you guys may want that, and that's great, but I'm not going to come up here and say, man, that's God's will for you. I'm not going to say that. I don't know God's will for your life. I don't plan on preaching individually and telling you this is what God wants you to do. This is what God's will is for your life. But I'm going to give you guys three guidelines. Somebody say three. Three guidelines where you can understand and know, man, this is what God's will is for my life. When you're thinking about it, when you're thinking about, man, how should I act in school? What does God want me to do in school? What does God want me to pursue when I go to college? You know, I was asked a question when I was a junior in high school. Like, what do you want to do? Some guy came into a late tech. I was, uh, we were in our math class, and um, he comes in there, and he's talking about colleges. And he went around the room, and he pointed me out. And he's like, man, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I'm like, a baseball player? And so people start laughing. I'm like, you haven't seen me play." But he's like, "Okay, tell you what. What happens if baseball don't work out? What do you want to be?" I was like, "Well, I never thought about it like that. I always said I was gonna make it big, you know, you know, make a hundred million dollar deal, whatever." And he's like, "Well, if what's a backup plan?" I was like, "I don't have one. We should start thinking about one, just because you know." And he started giving me stats of how many people make it to the pros, and I'm just like, "Dang, I ain't going pro." He's already, you know, but he got me to think. I'm just thinking to myself like, "What do I do with with school?" Like, how do I make big choices like that? How about this one? Who do I marry? Some of y'all guys, you guys aren't even thinking about marriage, but put it down to your level. Who do I start getting in relationship with? Who can I start being in these kind of places where I would fashion myself to do what God wants me to do? Potentially talk to my wife, my future husband in high school. It's possible to have a a high school sweetheart and you guys get married. That's that's possible. I know Christians um, that are married today with children that met in high school. God did something in their lives. God orchestrated it, and it was God's will. You know, God did something awesome in their lives, and, you know, they're blessed. And I can't tell you God wants you to date so-and-so. Don't come to me and say, hey, you know what? I want to know if I should date the Hispanic or the white guy. Like, what's God's will for my life? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever your preference is, mine's it's white. So everybody say hi to Christine. Everybody say hi. Yeah, the, my preference is white. It was it wasn't always white. I started off Latina, then they got someone like Asian, and then it just went to white. And I'm like, all right, cool. I receive, Lord, I love it. So so I'm not gonna come and tell you like, man, listen, Victor, you're only supposed to talk to these kind of people. That's God's will. No, no, no. Give you three guidelines. Somebody say three. Three guidelines where you can fasten and shape what God is doing in your life, and you can know what God's will is. Amen. How many of you guys are there with me in Psalm 119, verses 105 through 107? Let's get it like this. Here we go. It says, your word is a lamp unto my feet. Somebody say lamp. Lamp. Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light to my path. I have sworn an oath and confirmed it to keep your righteous rules. I am severely afflicted. Give me life, O Lord, according to your word. I love that first verse. We're going to read it one more time. Everybody, in the count of three. One, two. Wait, wait. Let's get it up there. Verse 105. Let's read it in this version. Here we go. In the count of three. One, two, three. Your word is a lamp for my feet and a light to my path. I got a cool illustration for you guys. Okay? If we can get my illustration up... You guys know, like, I, you kind of figure, like, man, the word of God, the Bible, somebody give me their Bible, like, I don't want to use my iPad, but here we go, a Bible, here we go. The Bible says that God's word, the Bible, is a what? Is a lamp unto my, and a light unto my, how many guys ever see the visual? I'm going to give you guys a visual of how that looks. If we can get these house lights turned off for me, please, and just be entertained. If you can actually put, yeah, there we How many of you guys know that this is a little candle and a little light? But even being a little candle and just a small light, anything around it, you can see. Think about your life like this. You don't know what's in the future. How many of you guys can tell read the future? No, nope, none of you guys can. You guys better not be raising your hand, I can't see. But I can tell you what, many of us won't know the future. But the word of God says this, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. I'm giving you guys a little visual. Imagine God's word, man. You don't know what you're going. Right now, I have a pretty good idea of what this church looks like in the dark because I've seen it. I go to church. Some of y'all need to go to church because if I gave you this light and say walk around, this whole place will be on fire, okay? But check this out. I, I can know better where I'm going because I have the light, okay? That's just a small example, and this is actually going to go out. Okay? But think about it like this. This is not just a small little itty-bitty light. I'm talking about the kind of light that God gives in us for us. Check it out. No, no, t- turn it off. What's, what's wrong with you, boy? What's wrong with you? Ain't no one tell you to do anything. Look at him. There we go. This is the kind of light that God kind of does for our lives. You see that small little candle? How about this? You see this? Y'all probably can't see, but this is the smallest kind of flashlight you can probably get, but it has the strongest light. So now, if I wanted to walk ty- across this entire church, I can know where I'm going because my whole path is directed. I can see what's in front of me. I don't have to be afraid I'm going to walk into the boogeyman. I don't have to be afraid I'm going to trip and, you know, look embarrassed. So, you know, I don't have to worry about that. You guys can turn on the light for me, please. It kind of hurt for some guys. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> Thanks, son. Here's the visual. Oh, I guess I'll keep the lighter. Hope I just will not burn anything. Here's the visual. You don't know what's going to happen in your life. You don't know. You can't call the shots. You may have an idea, but God knows. But more importantly, but the Bible says that God's word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Three guidelines. You can know that you're in the will of God. Number one, first, God's will is found in His Word. Man, what does God want me to do? Who does God want me to date? What kind of, you know, God is not. What kind of clothes does God want me to wear? He's not about that. Just wake up and pick whatever you want, okay? Uh, but you know what? What what kind of job should I have? Man, should I should I go after this job? Because if I go after this job, you know, I probably won't be able to come to church on Fridays and. Man, it's going to be really busy. What, what does God want from me right now? Man, you know what? Uh, man, there's, there's all these different things. I can start a school club, but what, what's God's will for my life? First, God's will is found in his word. Psalm 119, 105 says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. You see, the Bible lights up your path. It helps you navigate ahead. What do you want to do in life? Look to God's word. What is God's word saying? Then you can begin to shape your life according to the word of God. Turn on the light of God's word. You know, not just coming to the Bible and just like you know, like how many of you guys ever been to like these, uh, um, you know, Chinese places? You know, they give you what at the end of after every meal, it's fortune cookie. Some of you guys take that more seriously than you do the Bible. Like some of you guys, like oh, you know, now they have the funny thing, like you just add. In the bathroom or on the toilet, like you will have good luck in the bathroom. Like, what does that mean? You know, but I, some of you guys, I'm never talking to a friend of mine. He's just like, man, today's gonna be a good day. I'm like, why do you say that? Check it out. And I'm unrolling this little thing, little crumbs in it. I'm like, what's this supposed to mean? Dude, that's just good luck. I'm like, you believe in luck? Yeah. Dude, I'm blessed. Is there a difference? Big difference. Here we go. Daily practice, not random reading. Okay? We don't want to treat the word of God like we're just going in there like that, you know, that fortune cookie. Like, just give me something good, God. Jesus wept. I'm good. You know? You know? For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. Great. Next day comes along. For God so loved the world. Got it. Good. Some of you guys keep on reading the same old things. And some of you guys like to do one of these. You ever take the Bible, open up in the middle, and be like, man, God, what are you saying to me? Psalm again. Man, he must love the book of Psalm. And and so you guys, it's not just a happen like, oh, I just got lucky. Daily practice getting in your word. So it's not by chance. What what happens when you daily get into the word of God? You start becoming more familiar with God. You start becoming more familiar with the plans he has for your life. No, it's not going to say in the Bible, buy the red Corvette or by the house closer to the Walgreens. It's not going to say nothing like that. But what you can understand what God wants in your life, daily practicing. God is more important. God cares more about your character and who you're becoming. And so when we read the word of God, we invite the Lord into our lives. Scriptures help you see where you're standing. and More importantly, where you're going. Where do you stand with God? How, how do I know how I stand with God? Is, is God pleased with me? Is God pleased with you? Can, you? can you ask that question without a sense like, I'm afraid of the answer? Some of us don't even want to ask those kind of questions because I don't want, I don't want to know because I, I just haven't been around church. I haven't been praying. I, the scriptures help us see where we stand with God and, more importantly, where we're going. As you get more into the word of God, you can know that he loves you and that he has plans for your life. Amen. So number one, first, God's will is found in his word. Okay? Number two, you can find further light on his will through godly counsel. Somebody say godly Godly. counsel. Now, I'm a big believer in accountability. I'm a big believer in having people in my life that when I'm going through things, I can come to. I can share when it gets real, y'all. I'm not just all pretty, but like, man, the ups and the downs, okay? Those are the things that we like to hide. Those are the things that we kind of like push to the side and be like, everybody has their bad day. But no, do you address those bad days so that you don't find yourself in the pattern of bad bad days, bad days, bad days, bad mistakes, of things that we're choosing? You can further shed light on God's will through godly counsel. Open up your Bibles to Proverbs 12. Proverbs 12, verse 15. I love the language of the Bible because, you know, I didn't write this stuff. It's not like I, I came in there and got on the internet and changed uh, the wording on this. We're about to read it right now, Proverbs 12:15. If you guys are there, you guys can get an idea of what we're about to read. Proverbs 12:15. I'll read it out. If you guys don't have it, you guys can listen. It says like this, Proverbs 12, 15. It says, the way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man listens to advice. I love that. I'll read it one more time. Here it is. The way of a, let me hear you say it. Yeah. The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man listens to advice. The Bible doesn't say the, the way of a person sometimes who gets things wrong. The Bible calls him a fool. I don't want the Bible talking about me as a fool. The Bible says that the fool thinks he's right in his own eyes. I can do this. That's okay. And you never come to God like, man, you know what decisions that you make? Man, God, can I be doing this right now? Man, with some of the stuff that you're watching, some of the stuff that you're listening to, but it's okay. Everybody else does it. I'm all right. I'm all good. I'm not hurting nobody. The way of a fool is right in his own eyes. But a wise man listens to advice. You know, some people may be afraid of people telling them that their plan is a bad idea of what they're doing is wrong. Some of us, we, we kind of fear that. We just don't want to hear like, ah, don't tell me. I just really, I'm just going to do it like this. I, we, we don't like it. People get up in our business like, ah, oh, come on. The Bible says a foolish person doesn't get counsel from others before they make important decisions. When you make important decisions in your life, do you come to God and say, God, what should I do here? What should I do here, God? God, I'm at this place right now. Lord, help me. And even come to a person, a brother, or maybe someone who's older, and you can say, man, listen, I'm in this place. Man, you've dated before. You're married. What would you do? You know? Counsel, like, man, you know, I'm in this situation right now at school with some of my classmates. And, um, man, what should I do around here? Check this out. Man, you know what? I keep on getting in arguments with my family because they're not saved. What should I do? Are you going to do your own thing because you feel like, man, you're right because you know Jesus and they don't know Jesus. So anything that you do is right and they're wrong. I'm just going to do it like this. Forget them. If they don't know any better, that's on them. Why don't you go to somebody? Hey, man, you know what? I'm having a hard time witnessing and just being at my house because I'm the only one that's trying to live for God. What should I do? What can I do? Man, I'm the only one up in my school that wants to be a virgin when they get married. Everybody's talking about that. They're shocking up that they're doing this. They're getting girlfriends, and you know I, I'm the only one trying to do it right. What should I do? Don't be indecisive or decisive on your own. Seek the wise input of those who have proven to be trustworthy. You're not just going to your buddy who's your locker buddy just because he's in your division and you guys know each other. Go to somebody who fears and loves God. Man, you know, one of the biggest things that I really would encourage you guys is in relationships. I'm telling you, a lot of youth, a lot of people your age fall off in their relationship with God. I mean, they're they're going after God. You see them up here. I mean, sometimes they're the people riding in the front with their knees on the floor just going after God. The loudest one's like, man, that person's on fire. And then they get into a relationship. And then you start seeing this person just kind of like standoffish, like they're still praising God. Then maybe after a while, they're not even raising their hand. And after a while, you just don't see him. What happened? Oh, you see, what you don't know is that them, they got together. They started off good. They went on a couple of dates. He bought her a rose and a teddy bear and chocolates. Everybody does that. Girls, don't fall for that. Anyways, so that's what happens. The first day, she thought it was love at first sight. This is going to be my husband. Turns out old buddy was never going to church in the first place and never wanted to go to church. Hello? And after a while, they started doing things they shouldn't be doing. They started telling each other things about themselves. You know, the most intimate things about their lives. And and trusting it to somebody that wasn't proven trustworthy. And what happened when you give someone your love, when you give your body to a person, when you give someone your trust, and they take advantage of you, and they take what they want, and then something happens and that trust is broken... Dude, that's happened to plenty, whether a young man or young lady here at this church. I've seen it happen. Relationships is a big area that a lot of youth fall away. Why don't you come up to somebody? Hey man, let's, can I pull you to the side? Yeah, what's going on? Hey man, check this out. All right? You know, um, you know, I'm just about my business. I'm about, you know, school and all that. Yeah. Okay. What? What's going on? So this girl, she winked at me the other day. Okay. What? what? She winked at you. What's that mean? I think she wants my number. Okay, she wants your number. Okay, what does she want with your number? She, she kind of wants to take me out. You got all that from a wink? Yes. You don't understand the way she winks. She kind of had her head like this. And, and brother, she must have had something in her eye. You sure? I wouldn't get. I'm telling you guys, guard your heart. Okay? Come up to somebody like, hey, man, I think, I think some guy, my, my school's cute. He don't come to church. You know what we're going to tell you? Stay away. Hello, is is it it that? Are you guys? Man, he's really cute, and you know he has. He loves me for me, and you know he's. I mean, he's everything I wanted. Is he coming to church? Is he loving Jesus? No, but I'm trying to. No, no, no. You ain't trying nothing. Don't go out with him. Hello, fellas. She may talk the talk. She may say I. I go to church on the weekends. Okay. But if she's coming up to you and she's trying to provoke you, she's doing things like, hey, what's going on over here? Hello? If she is getting your emotions around in such a way where well, you know it's not golly, when, when you look at that woman, you're just like, can't do it. You're just thinking to yourself, like, I need to be with her right now. Guys, get away. Stay away. Run away. Y- y'all think I'm serious. I mean, it's like a joke. I'm, I'm did you know there was a young man in the Bible? Check this out. There was a young man in the Bible by the name of Joseph. Some of y'all don't know that. There's a young man by the name of Joseph. And the long story short, he gets in a place where he started at the bottom. You know? Come on now, y'all know already. He started at the bottom, and God was doing crazy things in his life. His, their, his brother sold him out for slavery. They're about to kill him, but they're like, you know, we're going to spare his life. We're going to leave him in a ditch. And then they sold him off to slavery. Own brothers. I promise you, if my brother ever did that, clock, clock, clock. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm loving. I'm just kidding. But look, this is the story of Joseph. He was sold into slavery by his brother. I mean, he had his ups and downs, and God was promoting him. God was blessing him because Joseph feared God. Joseph, wherever he was at, exalted and put God first. Gave God the glory, gave God the credit. And he gets to this place where this Egyptian, um, this e- Egyptian, uh, someone who has high power, he had uh, you know, authority in Egypt, like a kingdom, right? And uh, this guy, this Egyptian, this official with the power and authority, makes Joseph in charge of his house. He puts Joseph in charge of the house. He said, listen, man, you know what? I just like you. And God, God was blessing Joseph when he got to that place from slavery now he's in charge of an egyptian man's house and so he was the master of the home and the guy was away you know one day doing his thing he went to work and joseph was in charge of the house and you know the wife was there this is a real story it happened in the bible check this out the wife was there and the wife calls out hey joseph come with me come to bed with me come sleep with me the wife i'm talking about old lady status okay I don't know how old she was, but check this out. The temptation came out to Joseph, the young man. Hey, come with me. My husband's not home. And he's just like, no, I, I can't. Your, your husband trusts me with everything here, and, I, and I'm going to respect him. I'm, I'm not going to do that. And so she grabs him. Listen, this is a true story. She grabs him, tries to force him to go to bed with her. You know what Joseph does? The man Runs. Listen, the lady, this is the story, that literally the lady gets up to him, starts tempting him. Okay, and this lady, she probably was very attractive. Let's be very, I might have heard that joke, but she was very attractive. She was the wife of this official, and they don't just have any kind of lady. I mean, they get the best of the land because that's how it was back there. If you had authority, you have power, you get to choose who your wife was. So this lady was attractive, and here she is, she's tempting Joseph. Come over here. She gets really close. I'm not talking about like, Hey, I'm talking about, come here, bringing her, bringing him into her. And he's just like, I can't, I can't, I can't. And it got to the point where he's just like, I'm gone. Forget this. So he runs. But the Bible says that the lady took his cloak. Took his clothes. Think about this. Joseph is trying to get away. She grabs his cloak and the man runs out the house naked. The Bible says, the read of Bible, he's running out the house. You know why? Because Joseph decided it's better to look like a fool run naked in the street than to sleep with that woman and disobey God. He chose. I'd rather look like a fool run out naked than fall into sin with her. Why? Because he honored God. Because he put God first. How many of you guys are making that decision today? Putting God first. I'm serious. Run away. Some of y'all, if y'all go to the same school, you see somebody running. What happened? She, got, she got, just pointed. It's a girl like, you know, it'd be kind of funny. But in all seriousness, guys, run. Don't think, oh, I've, I've been in church before. I've been in church of all but one year. I can handle this. No. Run. Run the other way. There's a couple of warnings that the Bible says for young men. And it says that when it comes to sexual temptation, the Bible, the Bible is very distinct about it. Go. Don't mess around with that perversion, and none of that. Get out of there. There's no, like, middle ground. So I love God. So, guys, I'm going to tell you right now, if she don't come to church, she don't love God, okay, why are we messing? Ladies, the guy may have the cutest smile in the world, okay? He may have the best bathroom picture, okay? (laughs) With the little duck face going, mm. <laughs> no, I don't mean a thing, okay? He may have a lot of likes on his profile, whatever. I don't care. He may give you attention. Listen, ladies, all it takes is one young man who's popular or someone that's attractive in your eyes to just give you some attention. Don't fall for it. Set a standard in your life. Loving God, right? Going to church. And having met your youth pastor. Hey, I'm going to add that one in there. Y'all don't read that, but they got to meet me just in case. But anyways, let's keep on moving. We have like about four more hours left to go before 12 o'clock. Just kidding. Here we go. Number three, the spirit of God leads us. Okay. Number one was, what was it? God's will is found in his word. Number two, you can find further light on God's will through godly counsel. And number three. The Spirit of God leads us. Open up your Bibles to Philippians two thirteen, quickly, quickly, quickly. Philippians two thirteen. Praise God. I'm going to read it just because we are, we're running shorter on time. Philippians two thirteen says this: It is God who works in you, both to will and to work for His good pleasure i'm gonna read that again philippians 2 13 says it is god somebody say god God. it is god who works in you both to will and to work for his good pleasure here it is many people want the holy spirit's guidance but they don't seek godly counsel or the word yet these are the very tools the spirit of god uses to guide you what are you giving god For him to use and put back into your life. Here it is. You're not giving the spirit too much to work with. Some of y'all don't want to read your Bible. Some of you guys don't want to go to godly counsel. So what is God left with? Is God going to send an angel? Don't date that girl. That's not going to happen. You're probably going to make the mistake, feel bad about it, trying to come back to God. Before you even get to that place, come to God. Come to the word. Let the spirit lead you. God will not tell you to do something contrary to His word. Hello, God's never going to tell you to do something contrary to His word. But I'm going to marry this woman, so it's okay if we have sex. She'll be my wife one day. Ain't a ring on it. What's that? What's that song? That that? How's it go? If you like what you see, go ahead and be. That's exactly. She took that from the Bible, by the way. Anyways. <laughs> It is God who works in you both to will and to work for his good pleasure. God will not tell you to do something contrary to his word. What's all this meaning? God's will for my life. What's it meaning? In closing, this will be the last scripture we look at for today. Open up your Bibles to Matthew 4. You guys are working your word. I hope that you guys were taking notes, highlighting some things. God's will for your life. All in short, I'll wrap it up into one giant thing. is to know Jesus and to make him known. I wrapped it up. To know Jesus. Some of you guys come into this place. And whether it's on your mind or not. It might not be in your mind this very moment. You may be thinking about Hot Cheetos. Hanging out with your friends. And singing worship songs. Which is all good by me. But when you guys go home. These questions are still there. You'll sit down on your bed. And you'll think about your entire life. And think about the plans. What should I do? And this is where it boils down to to know Jesus and to make him known. I love this because the Bible talks about right here, Matthew 4, verses 18 through 22. It's the calling of the first disciples. And here are these men, you know, Peter, and the Bible talks a little bit about it. He was a little older. This man already had a career. The Bible says he was a fisherman, okay? And it wasn't like how we have today where they got all those giant boats and they go out to these crazy places and they got these crazy catches. No, this guy just had a normal boat would net and that was his job he would wake up every morning he'd go out and he'd fish that's how he provided for his family he had a career and there was his brother andrew so this man had an idea this is this is kind of like god's will for my life peter at that point in time they had a sense of knew who god was they were the jewish culture so they were brought up in some jewish tradition so they knew a little bit of this god and it's like man i'm gonna do this and for the rest of my life. And I love this interaction with Jesus. Here it goes. Matthew 4, 18 through 22. It says, As Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon called Peter, and his brother Andrew. They were casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. So they were, they were busy at work. They got up a normal work day. Here they are, they're working. And Jesus, this is it gets better. Jesus comes up to them. Jesus is walking. It says, they were casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. Jesus says this. It doesn't say a lot, but Jesus said, come, follow me. Jesus said. I'm going to read that again. It says, come, follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people at once. Someone highlight that, Underline it, circle it, put tabs in your Bible, fold the page. At once, when? At once. They left their nets and followed him. Going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James and John, son of Zebedee and his brother John. They were in a boat with their father, Zebedee, preparing the nets. Jesus called them and somebody say Immediately. Immediately, they left the boat and their father and followed them. I love this. Here are these men. They probably think this is the will of God for my life is to go out and fish forever. And this is what I'm doing. And they were pretty content doing it. And Jesus comes up changes their entire life. He looks them right in the eye and says, come follow me. I didn't say much after that. He says, come follow me. How Imagine this picture. They're on the lake. Jesus is not walking on water at this point in time, but he's probably at the shore. They're probably at a distance where Jesus is speaking with authority and a tone. Come follow me. And they're looking at Jesus. They're having an interaction. They're having an encounter with Jesus that so changes their life, that so grips them that immediately at once they left their nets. It wasn't saying they were complaining, they had to talk Jesus into like, no, at once they left their nets. They see Jesus, they look into the eyes of God and they're saying, I'm going. They weren't saying, let me finish this, this can wait, we're following him. He goes and the other brothers, he, and it says immediately, they left their boat you know, we're talking about the will of God and what God wants for our life. And I think that God is trying to get us to a place where we can live in his will. But we're not at once. We're not immediately following him. And so we're wanting the results of something that we're not even committing to. You see, I don't think it's a problem of, 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 you know, not enough church, not enough, you know, meetings. We have life groups. We have Elevate. We have church on Sunday. But I think, the problem's not on his side either. The problem's on our side. The problems on our side. In closing, would you stand for your feet for me, please? See, I I've seen I've seen the results. I know what it's like to have an encounter with Jesus. I read the Bible. The Bible says that these men, they were working, and they saw Jesus. Jesus spoke to them, okay? Jesus spoke to them, and at once, oh, their lives got flipped upside down. They obeyed Jesus immediately. That encounter with God. You know, I've seen so many young people come to the Lord. Man, I remember what it's like, and it's always exciting, and I always get the goosebumps, and my eyes start to sweat, um, if you guys know what I mean, it's just, it's wonderful because you guys see someone come to the God and their entire lives, they've had like their eyes, you know, you know, covered. They always had like this idea of what God is. You may be just going to church and doing this, doing it like that, praying like this. And they hadn't known Jesus face to face where God would speak to them. They had an encounter with God. And sometimes it's, it's wonderful to see what happens at the very first time when someone gets to see Jesus face to face and they come in interact, or interaction with, with God. Oh, my gosh. It gives me goosebumps because it's like, oh, my gosh. They just saw Jesus. They just met Jesus. Oh, my gosh. And they're just breaking under the power of God because they're realizing that their entire life, they were going one way. And God, so rich in love, rich in mercy, was trying to get their intention like, hey, I'm for you. You don't have to do that. You don't have to be like this. I'm here for you. And then when their eyes are open, like, here he is. Oh, my gosh, he's so good. It's, it says just as the Bible said that he's a good God, that he loves me. I understand now. Oh, my gosh. The Bible doesn't say that these guys cried and, you know, someone came out, led worship as they were, like, bringing. No, it doesn't say that. It just says they saw God and they had. That was it. It's, it's God. It's Jesus. It's, I'm going. Man, some of us, we've had that before. Some of us, we haven't had that experience of encountering God. And this is my heart and my prayer. You guys can play some music in the back. Is that for those who've never had that encounter with God, to have that encounter tonight, and for those who forgot what that was like, for those who forgot what it was like when, when you're with Jesus, what's, what's, you guys are more concerned, what am I going to do? What You guys are missing it. You guys can have, like, the greatest house. You guys can have the most obedient children. But without Jesus, it's meaningless. I think it's time for us to have an encounter with God again, to shake our lives, to remind us what's what's it really about. Amen. All eyes closed around this place. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to pray a sin, and I want you guys to have the heart-to-heart, Okay. And then I'm going to have an altar call, and I want you guys to respond. And you guys are not responding to me, but you guys are responding to Jesus. Because Jesus right now, he's making a call. He's saying, hey, who wants it? Who wants more? Who wants to fall back in love with me? Put me first before anything else. Who wants it? He says, come follow me. Come follow me. God, I don't know what I should do with my life. He says, come follow me. All lives close around this place, God, we hear your words. God, we take this as you directly speaking to us. God, encouraging us, exhorting us to come to you. God, I pray for every heart in this place. The Bible says, search my heart, search my ways. Come on, just invite God to search your heart, search your motives. Right now, what are you thinking? Are you afraid to come up here for prayer because people think you're less spiritual? Come on, God, search our hearts. Are you afraid to come up here because you know the commitment that's involved behind it? Come on, God, search our hearts. Maybe you're afraid because when you come up here, you're going to have to leave that relationship behind. You're going to have to leave back those bad habits. Come on, God, search my heart. God, I want to be just like the disciples. That when you say, come follow me, God, I am right there with no hesitation come on search our hearts Holy Spirit God get to the root of things get to the root of why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling right now and God give me peace God give me boldness in Jesus name come on pray that God give me boldness in Jesus name not to be afraid to respond to your words but God to hold on to your promises all across this place all across this place, here's what we're going to do. If Jesus is bidding you to come, if Jesus is bidding you to come to follow him, doesn't matter if you prayed the prayer before, doesn't matter if you've been prayed for by a leader here or a leader at another church, if you're saying, man, I'm going after God and, and I want to follow him, I'm going to give you an opportunity right now to immediately respond. To at once make a decision to leave your seat and meet God up here. And I'm going to pray with you. And this is, this is what I'm believing with. So we're on the same page. No surprises. I'm believing that God will so move your heart. God will so move your heart that you don't see anything else. That all the excuses get pushed to the side. And all you see is Jesus. That's my heart and my desire in this place. Come on, here we go. Father, in Jesus' name, God, we respond to your call. Holy Spirit, we know that you're here. You gotta pray for a boldness. You gotta pray for a passion to begin to rise up now. Holy Spirit, have your way with every person. Every person, God, that makes that step, that makes that step in faith and boldness to follow you right now if you want to follow god despite if nobody else follows you on the count of three one because he's so worthy two because he said and he promised he'll never leave you three because he loves you right now leave your seat come on up come on up meet me at these altars come on up and start begin to pray come on just tell god i'll follow you god even if it means i have to give up this relationship even if my family rejects me, even if I'm the only one, God, in my school, God, it doesn't matter. I am following you. Come on. Come on. God, I am following you. I'm following you, Jesus, at once. I'm going after you, God. Oh, Jesus.
2: seal upon me upon my heart God, I cry out for fire the fire, fire of your love come set your seal
4: come on keep on pressing, come on keep on praying, keep on praying, keep on pressing. Father pray for strength, for the endurance, for the endurance to continue God. The Father that her love and her passion wouldn't be lukewarm, but God she'll be bold and on fire for you God. Father, nowhere in between. But, Father, God, she'll know, and, Father, people around her will know that she lives for you, that you're first. Father, I get, I come against the enemy and the lies, that he may come and bring up her past and her choices. Father, just pray your protection over her mind in Jesus' name. Father, give her rest at night. Give her rest that night, Father. Let her heart not be troubled. Let her not be worried. Kara basi kara In vain that you're putting God first, it's not in vain. God says, He says, All your work. And God says, He's using you, He's preparing you, He's doing the great work in your family. Don't get discouraged. Don't get discouraged when people say things against you, when they try to get you off of God's plan for your life, God's will. Stay encouraged. God says, He sees all the little things and He gives you strength. God gives you strength.
2: You're, worth, you're it worth it all. Be you're beautiful. Worth world. it all. Be beautiful. And you day, you're, you're, and and are you're beautiful. Your you're you're like you're and worth you're it all. And are you're you're beautiful. Worth your it like all. Beautiful. Your you're, like you're beautiful. See you small be, I'm giving God is, God, I you
4: all the is you to me, no matter how small say, my own <laughs> may be, I
2: you. My be saying, oh, yes I'm glad your feet, feet it's it's it again, again. no matter how small no matter how small may be i you all there
4: is to me no matter how small come on my may be. come on just a couple more moments right now some of you guys have been talking man the lord wants to speak just listen continue praying continue pressing in say Jesus at once I'm not waiting till my best friend comes and, and comes to church I don't I'm not waiting for my family to come God I come you're calling me
1: Thank you, Jesus. You know, I got a word that, um, that God just put on my heart, you know. And uh, when OZ and I, we went to the park and, um, you know, we're telling people about Jesus, you know. And uh, Jose went to the other side to talk to these grown people, and I sit there talking to one, and these children just surrounded me. I mean, they just started coming. I mean, it was a bunch of these little guys, you know? And I'm looking, and at first, I'm like, you know, I got to go to the older crowd. And God said, no, I want you to stay right here, and I want you to talk to these little children about me. You know, don't resist the little children. And I sat and I looked at all their faces. I mean, they didn't even blink. They just kept looking at me. They wanted to know more and more about Jesus. And at first, I don't understand, God, why you want me to do this. And, you know, of course, yeah, you know, you, Jesus, you. But I get here, and God is telling me this is why. Because all of us here, God looks at us children, his right children. And he said, I friend. want you to come to me as little children that just hunger and thirst for me that they don't care about who's on the left who's on the right how the grown person is looking at me they don't care about their friends they just sat there they were so small they just sat right there at my feet and they just listened and God said I just want you to come to my feet and just listen to what I have to tell you so you can know who you are and who I created you to be children, children of God, children of God. That's the faith that God wants us to have children. Did you see when we were out in the back, they came, they didn't care about what anybody else said. They came like a little crowd of people. They looked like a whole bunch of little leprechauns. They just came in. Did you guys see them back there? They just came in like, ah, where's everything at? You know, they, they wanted Jesus, Jesus. They didn't care about anybody else. And God is saying, that's how I want us to be. I want you guys to be, myself included, children that come. They don't care about what's going on in their high school. They don't care about what their friends are saying. I just want to be at the feet of Jesus. Jesus said, come to my feet and let me talk to you. Let me have a relationship with you. Let me love you as my children. That's what Jesus wants. God bless you,
4: Test one two. Why don't you guys just hold hands? We're family up in this place. Test one two. We're family now. We don't cry together. We don't hide eye boogers together. Snot running down our noses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all good, you know. Let's just thank God for His goodness. As I say, Amen. God, we thank you that God. You called us. We don't come, just you made the call. We're thankful, God, that you would come down and meet with us every single time. We're blessed. God, we're so blessed. We thank you for all that you've done here tonight. God, I just pray over every heart that was transformed, every life that was committed to you, rededicated to you, Lord. That, God, this week... God, they'll be reminded, they'll be encouraged by your spirit that, God, their lives from this moment on will change, and that, God, that people will begin to notice, not because they carry their Bible around, but because of the witness and the character of Jesus. And when people see them, they remind me of Jesus. God, help us to be more like you. God, we thank you for every heart, every person in this place. Bless them as they make their way. They travel back home. God, we leave them in your hands. Take them, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Come on, give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Come on. All right, this is what we're going to do. Get two people, hugs, and one high five. Because you cannot leave the building. They'll give you two people, a hug, and then one person, a high five. We got a reminder, church, we have church
2: Sunday morning,